Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hi, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor. Hope you've had a fantastic week. Yesterday, we were talking about dealing with panic, right? Because you're going to be put into more situations, the more executive presence you have that are difficult, and it's understandable that you may have fear or panic. And we talked about four principles that you can use to counter that and get away from the lizard brain and back to the thinking brain so you can perform at your highest level. Well, today we're going to talk about how to help others overcome panic. Sometimes you're in a situation where the red alert is not just for you. It's for the whole team or the whole organization. And how do you as a leader, right? And I don't mean just de facto leader, but just someone who has leadership skills and a leadership presence and executive presence. How do you respond in a way that helps others who may be panicking, you know, assuming now you've gotten yourself under control and are not panicking in a panic situation yourself because you can't help someone who's panicking if you're also panicking and in fact you'll be worse off for the two of you being together. So the first thing is one of the principles of executive presence which I call equanimity, right? It's just staying cool under fire and your ability to do that and to be in that state of being serves as a buoy. Hey, I said the word right. I always get that wrong. Buoy or life preserver for others because they see that you are calm and cool and collected even though difficult things are happening and they're able to say hey if Joe is able to keep his cool maybe it's not as bad as I think let's just figure out what we can do next and what's best so that's sort of the first thing I would share with you and it's super powerful especially the higher up you go Right? If, if, if you're the CEO and you're panicking, then your company is in a lot of trouble right? versus just kind of like a line manager. right? It's also important, but if like the CEO and the upper management is freaking out, I really, it's really going to be difficult for the rest of the company to respond uh, in a way that's conducive to high performance and, and getting through the tough spot. Now, I also want to share with you three more um, actions you can take to help others who are around you on your team whether you're leading it or just part of the team uh, to help them uh, overcome panic and get back to their thinking brain so the first principle is to connect to them right the simplest connection is you know like a physical connection like a hand on the shoulder elbow uh, something like that don't get into HR problems if you're not comfortable with that or you're not sure of that There's other ways you can connect to people. But elementally, right? Like if you think about um, something's going on, your mind is somewhere else and you bump into something or, you know, someone taps you on the shoulder, like you immediately kind of snap out of that. So just as a principle, your physical body is a very kind of immediate way to get out of your head and, and get back into the present moment. Now, if that's not an option, there's plenty of other options. Sound is also a good way, right? Uh, like a clapping or a door slamming, also immediately, boom, uh, puts you back into the moment. Vision, right? Just motion across your vision 
Our, our bodies are geared uh, to ignore things that are the same, but to activate and, and think about things that are different. So any movement or vision, that's why people you know, wave their hands and a big X in front of their face when they want to get people's attention, because we respond to that. Um, another sense uh, that brings you back to the moment is also taste, right? You know, someone might offer them a piece of gum, like, hey, have this piece of candy or have this gum. And even just by doing that and chewing and the taste can bring you back. And the last way of connection is more of a mind connection. And this one is um, generally easier to implement. Say their name, right? Everyone responds to their name. Uh, say their name in a different way or in, a, in their full name, you know, from Joe to Joseph, right? To show that you're serious and you really want their attention. Say something absurd, an absurd word or phrase like serenity now, serenity now. And the person will be like, what are you saying? And that can also snap them out of the panic, and you've done that by connecting to them. A second way you can do that is help the person to control their breathing. I call this intentional breathing. So you can just ask them to breathe along with you for counting. Easiest way to do this is breathe in and count to two. So breathe in, two, breathe out, two, three, four. In, two, out, two, three, four. And by breathing this way, uh, it will activate their parasympathetic nervous system, the rest and digest function, which will pull them out of the panic mode. And the third principle I'd like to share with you is once they have calmed down enough, right? So they're not like in the red zone anymore. Don't do this step too prematurely because it, it probably won't help, might make things worse. Um, but once they have calmed down enough because you've connected to them and you know, you've helped them with their breathing and you can see, right? You can actually see the shift, right? When they move from like, whoa, panic, running around like crazy to, okay, they're starting to, to, to get over that. Give them something meaningful to do that is helpful to the situation. Not just anything, but something meaningful to do where they can help and then they can see that they're helping to the situation and that inspires them to understand that all is not lost, that they have control, that they can help create a better situation. So to recap the three steps, one, connect to them, right? Whether it's body or other senses or their mind, don't cause any HR violations, please. Two, help the person control their breathing, right? You can count and breathe with them. And three, once they've calmed down enough, give them something meaningful to do that will help the situation. So if you have been in this sort of situation and been able to help others, I would love to hear your recommendations. Please share on Anchor FM a voice message or email me at joe at connectioncounselor.com. If I can, I'd love to share in a future episode. And as you go through the day today, if a situation comes where someone is really flustered and is not responding well, uh, it'd be great if you tried one or all of these techniques and see how that can help and how that can contribute to your executive presence. Because when you lead in this way, it is memorable. People remember the person who stayed calm and helped others to get their bearing so they can perform at their highest. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel 
that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As a leader and as someone with executive presence, more and more, you're going to be called on to make changes, sometimes quite powerful changes, or there may be changes that you realize you want to make yourself within your team, within your department, or within the company, or let's go even bigger, within the world. And how do you make that change? Right? Because it's a daunting task. It, became, it can be difficult even just to change yourself. How do you change other independent human beings? How do you change organizations and departments that are used to doing things a certain way? How do you change even outside uh, society or the world? So it can be kind of a daunting task. And those of you who know me know I'm a huge metaphor fan One thing I am not and never was, unfortunately, was I wasn't a Boy Scout or Eagle Scout. Um, I do have friends who were, and and, uh, so they learned a lot of great outdoors stuff and can probably, hopefully, still start a fire uh, without a lighter and matches uh, the, the old school way. So I want to draw some inspiration. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.